Live from the plastic polyhedron, Epping's foremost nightclub and poaching arena, we present <laughs> a wheezing groaning sound, the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and joining me are two men who are never afraid to get their units out. It's Paul Litchfield <laughs> and Tom Neenham. Hello! Hey. So join me as I walk you down a leafly Orton Street in Ealing and show you just what you can get if you've got enough plastic. Yes, Ooh. it's Spearhead from Space! Hooray! Ooh. Oh, you boogers. Oh. But, but... We need to know before we delve deeper into this plastic mire. Of course. What else was on television that time? <laughs> oh, it's me. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and may I be the first to say to you, gentlemen, and to all our wonderful wheezers and groaners, um, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's. Oh. Yes, we, we forgot to say last week, Happy Christmas. But Happy yeah. Christmas. Happy Christmas, because this will come out betwixt. You know the um, what's it called? The the bit between the bum and the balls of of uh, the taint, the taint, mm-hmm. oh, the merineum, the merineum. Oh, the merineum oh, of the Christmas. Margaret yes, Payton the... Smith, I think, came up with the merineum. Oh, ah, the merineum. Yeah, all credit. Anyway, Lovely. so ha- happy New Year, everybody! Hooray! Let's hope twenty twenty three brings you things. Brings <laughs> <laughs> oh. many things. Merry Christmas to all you weezers and groaners out there. Always. And hmm? I was interrupted by a bastard. I was say, and, or as Paul Darrow would say, Unmerry Christmas. <laughs> Unhappy old year. <laughs> there you go. May all acquaintance be remembered, Doctor. <laughs> Sorry, this is just a thing we've been working on off air. It's, it's paying dividends. I love it. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Basically, to be a villain, just just something where you'd say something to be nice to someone, just yeah. do the opposite of it. Exactly. That is, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Unsafe Hello, Doctor. travels. Doctor, why did you join me with some fish and shit? What? <laughs> what fish and shit? <laughs> Mad appetite, Doctor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, uh, uh, yes, TV. Um, um, it was it was a very a very slim. Pickens, I'm afraid on Saturday the third of January 1970. Oh. Yeah. Now BBC began at 12:25. Of the mm-hmm. PM, um, with Zocco. Oh, we've had Zocco before, <laughs> haven't we? Zocco, yes, and it just says with Skyan and the Moon People. There's no time for error. Mm. Yeah. Right, there, aren't they? Yeah, no, no they're, they're absolutely no bloody time. right. Yeah, yeah, bang on, they are. Yeah. Well, well, good old boys in Zocco. Yeah. Um, a little bit later on was Grandstand, Grandstand, bloody bloody Grandstand. Can we please have those T-shirts by New Year? <laughs> yeah. um, please. I'd like mine in green, please. Um, <laughs> and that went on until bloody uh, quarter past uh, five, uh, mm. immediately followed by Doctor Who's Spearhead oh. from Space Part Un. And there is a bit of blurb for you, Tom. Yay. And it says this, the TARDIS takes the newly regenerated Doctor to Earth mm-hmm. to begin his exile. Yeah. Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart leads a unit investigation into a mysterious meteorite shower. Mm. Yeah, that's all very accurate. Yeah, that very good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was followed by It's the Debbie Reynolds Show at 20 to <laughs> 6. And it says this She's a bird. She's a plane. <laughs> she's Debbie Reynolds. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
one of those things. Mm. Yeah, she's one of those. She might be a bird or a plane, but she's definitely <laughs> Debbie Reynolds. And then it also says, at home with her family, whom she delights and maddens. Mm. <laughs> That's fun. Close to the maddening crowd, Doctor. <laughs> so, just, um, yeah, you can't get them out of your head now. Um, a little bit later on was It's the Val Dunican Show at 8.15. That's and it says this, Val sings a difficult song. Huh. <laughs> what, what? What is it? Fucking Elvish from Lord of the Rings? Is that what he's doing? Makatulu the Babashunda. It's a very difficult song. Sing Makadunu. Thank you, Val. Um, um, and then a little bit later on, uh, um, 11 p.m. was Braden's week. Oh, yes, but Bernard Braden takes a look at some of the things that happened and some of the things that didn't. What? Well, what? Oh, look at things that. that didn't happen. Or <laughs> well, maybe he's got that Twitter account, you know, it didn't happen of the year awards. It's just oh, bizarre. Yes, yeah. So it's 1970s. Yeah. Well, let's 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 look at what's been happening uh, this week. There's been, of course, um, uh, the TUC have gone on strike, and let's now uh, look at what's not been happening this week. <laughs> a unicorn did not go into Dingles in uh, 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 Plymouth <laughs> and do a shit on a crystal uh, paperweight, uh, which is previously owned by um, Nada Muscuri. That did not happen. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, and that was it for BBC One. On BBC Two, programmes uh, sort of started at three in the afternoon. Why not? Why <laughs> just turn up, you know? Yeah. yeah. With the film Davy Crockett. Oh. Yep. oh. Yep. And then it closed down again. Um, <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> started, yeah, exhausted from playing one film and started yeah. <laughs> up again at 7pm with yes, the please. news. Um, and that was followed at 7.15 with Gardner's World. And it's summer of 69, live from Madeira. Oh, nice in Madeira, Madeira. Percy mm. throw a live in Madeira going, that's too bloody hot here. I don't like the look of that. <laughs> that food's bloody greasy. Call that a big girl. And you take a look at what we got at home, you bastard. <laughs> um, and then a little bit later on, after Gown as well, was at uh, 8.15 was one pair of eyes. Is the law an ass? Mm. Good question. Good question. Yeah, well, let's yeah. find out what the blurb says. Is the law an ass? Asks Professor Francis Camp. <laughs> Francis Camp, he's right. That is. A... Yeah. I suspect he would and... have asked differently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And a nothing bonjour. else. Bonjour, you little. Mm. Is the law an ass? <laughs> oh, I bet it is. I wonder if the law's top or bottom. Bags for his top. See you next week. Sorry, it was, it was the 70s. It was a different it was time. Different, different time. time. Different time. It's time to look through the glory hole of fact. Oh, that's Size of that. Um, anyway, nothing else at all happened. Um, so, as Fair I say, very, very slim pickings. And that was your television joy on BBC One and BBC Two. Right. Why on earth? Why? I mean, I, I, I underline the words on earth. Why on oh. earth would you want to watch any of that when you could be banished to earth? Oh, and watch yourselves an episode of Doctor Who. Not just any episode, I hear you cry. No. John Pertwee's first episode. What? Spearhead from Space. Yeah. Begin in media res. Yay! Yes. Of course. With a meteorite shower. Yeah. Very good. What we think is a meteorite shower, don't we? But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But it's not because we, we see a poacher who looks a bit like Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> wandering about and he finds this glowing orb. Oh, hello. 
Well, he doesn't yet. He's wandering around. Yeah. He sees it. But we cut to a sort of ra- a, a sort of radar communications room. Yeah. And there's a sweaty man. <laughs> He's very sweaty, isn't he? Very sweaty and confused. Very sweaty. Because there are objects raining down on the earth. And they don't know what they are. Yeah. But before we can sink our teeth into that mystery, <laughs> a little model of the TARDIS emerges in a little model of a forest. <laughs> yes, I like it. Yeah. And then we cut to a real TARDIS, which mm-hmm. is very rickety and making a very sort of shaky noise. Yeah. yeah. As a mysterious man dressed <gasps> like Patrick Trown, but not Patrick Trown, yeah. falls out into a little bush of lavender. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Lovely, isn't it? Then we cut yeah. from there, we meet. Someone called Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart of Unit, who's having an interview Mm -hmm. with Dr. Liz Shaw. Yes. Shaw. First time she's appeared on the Wheezing Groaning Pod. That's right. Yeah, is it? Good Lord. She's great. Can we discuss the coat she's wearing? I've never seen a coat quite like that. Hmm. It's half camel coat, half lizard coat. (laughs) It's got patches of what look like skin. It's mm. just a weird. It's like camel taupe coloured and then white, like snakes. It's just the most maddening thing I've ever seen. It's incredible. Proper seventies yeah. um, garb. But he's got it there because he's basically saying, "Look, he's basically saying to her, look, get all your textbooks, all your field books, mm. all your experiments, tear them all up, put them in the bin because we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna show you some things here that you won't mm. believe." And she's like, "Oh yeah, like what?" And he goes, "Well, mm. what if I told you we'd stopped two alien invasions?" Yeah. yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. Little blue men with three heads. And he's like, no, don't be stupid. Come on, don't take the fucking piss. Yeah. <laughs> Wasting my time. Yeah. Actually, if you're going to be fucking churlish about it, get yeah. out. Get out. He says, we've sent probes into space. Yeah. So we're. we're like, yeah, yeah. We're, he's basically saying, we're knocking on the door of, you know, the universe. And we're saying, come and have a look at our planet. So we've got to be ready. Yeah. Well, and she's like, like you're, you're knocking on the door of mental health issues, you yeah. are, mate. <laughs> And he says, well, there was a man who used to help us, but I don't know where he is now. Yeah. So meanwhile, this unconscious man dressed as a hobo, a cosmic (laughs) hobo, if you will, (laughs) is taken to Ashbridge Cottage Hospital. Nice. And the doctors are doing scans of them. They're saying, right, who's playing a fucking joke here? (laughs) X-ray, the guy's got two hearts, 14 penises, (laughs) and a glove puppet up his bum. (laughs) And everyone's like, well, I haven't touched it. There's a flute up this man's anus. Record it, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's just like, well, I haven't done a thing. And um, his unusual anatomy is confusing everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, meanwhile, Which, this, this, this mm. is exactly the same thing that happens um, in Sylvester's last episode, isn't it? It is. Yeah. He gets taken to a yes. hospital and they go, oh, "That can't be right." Yeah. Yeah. He still got the flute up there. <laughs> <laughs> and there's and there's a bassoon and a xylophone. What on earth is this man doing? <laughs> the whole percussion. He's in Melbourne and Murray. He's going around. His bum's sticking out. <laughs> um, so, Monroe. Don't face him near the wind. You'll get timpani. <laughs> <laughs> Monroe of Unit rings yes. the brigadier. And says, is this when there's a man constantly hoovering behind yeah, him? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get to him. <laughs> it's Alfred Thomas, no less. It's Private Cheeseman from Dad's Army. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> Stop fucking hoovering. I'm making him put... <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Meanwhiling. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So Monroe calls the Brigadier and says, look, this bloke's been found in the woods near a police box. Yeah. yeah. Unconscious. We've brought him in. Mm-hmm. The Brigadier says, give that man an armed guard. Mm. I mean fucking use they were by the way <laughs> uh, and he says I'll be there immediately 
Yeah. Yes. So meanwhile, yeah, Private Cheeseman from Dad's Army is a porter who's constantly hoovering while someone's on the phone. <laughs> I'm a different time in those days. I'm just going to make a phone call. Right, I'll just put the hoover on, shall I? <laughs> I'll just mow the lawn as well, shall I? I'll replace this Johnny Candon's wife. <laughs> I'll, ju- I'll just practice the bass- I'll just practice the bassoon now, shall I? <laughs> How are you doing it without using your hands? Yeah. <laughs> practice makes perfect, you see. Mm. All right. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the poacher has found the probey thing, the orb, yeah. orb. Dirt, dirty old poacher, and he sees the unit <laughs> sort of poking around in the bushes looking for it. So he yeah. puts it in his poaching bag. Yeah. And, and he tries I'm to having that might and be worth like, some money that where do you think you're going and he goes I, I, I'm just an humble poacher oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on Can government MOD, MOD land mm-hmm. just poaching away yeah, glowing rabbits here you see yeah so he like I've been wanking alright I've been dogging I've been dogging oh yeah just me is that Paul Ross <laughs> um, Shut up, Paul Ross. Yeah. Little <laughs> no, callback there for you. Nice. Nice. Callback. Yeah, um, so the doctor, meanwhile, is in bed and he starts going, uh, <laughs> and the nurse grab says, "What are you doing? Is I'm looking for my shoes." Yeah. And then she says, "You should stay in bed." And then he says, "Unhand me, madam." Yes. <laughs> and then passes out again. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So then, meanwhile, um, Private Cheeseman from Dad's Army has rung, I, I understand you'll pay money for good stories. For a good story, a, yeah. A, a yeah. man has fallen in the wood and is in bed here. Come <laughs> <And> immediately. Then, <laughs> the journalists still swarm the place. They're like, let us see this guy. Yeah. But also, why I'm here, whilst I'm here, would you like to hear me do some yodelling? <laughs> no, really. I've just been round John Le Measurer's house for a slice of cake. <laughs> Sounds Hattie, like some sort Hattie, of... Hattie was in, but I didn't see her. I think she must have been lifting every wardrobe up top because it's banging away. <laughs> she went, was. Well, I th- it was a funny story. I think that they, they own some sort of jackhammer that came on while I was there upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> all John offered me this fruit broke. cake, you see, and a funny <laughs> topping on top. All these green, crinkly leaves it was, my you, bloody tasty. <laughs> I swam home, I think. <laughs> but the press are there immediately to yeah. hear this story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the press turn up mm-hmm. and, and they're asking questions as the brigadier arrives with Liz. Yes. That's really well shot, that bit. Mm. It's really good. The whole, the whole thing here, because it's shot on film, is beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so great. good. Apart from it? the fact that there's about 15 chances where you see boom mics and reflection. Uh, <laughs> there's everywhere. so much yeah. boom action. Yeah, there is. It really yeah. is. The boom operators in those days, are they just like, I don't. It, we can okay. see that in shot, and the director's like, oh, God, "I don't give a fuck." Don't <laughs> we'll just say it was a big fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spaceship, isn't it? It's just a spaceship. Yeah, spaceship, it's just one of those spaceships that are indoors <laughs> and really small. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the spearhead we're talking about here. Is it just the fucking yeah. boom mic? <laughs> boom mic from BBC. Yeah. <laughs> so the brigadier says the doctor. He looks at him. He goes, oh, "I don't know. Who he is. He's a complete stranger. Mm, yeah, uh, I've never seen him before." So the doctor wakes up and says. Hello, Brigadier. My dear Brigadier. Uh, can I have a mirror, please? Mm-hmm. And then he looks in the mirror and he does that lovely bit. Oh, it's actually rather distinctive. Yeah, yes, he sort of fall, fall, fun, falls in love with his face. Mm. Yeah, I love it when a doctor does that. Tom Baker yeah. does that as well, doesn't he? Mm. Yes, yeah. It's brilliant, this whole scene. And then he, and then he sort of f- f- pretends to pass out. Oh. <laughs> so they're like, right, well, we, we better get going. Yeah. Um, all the press are in reception still. Mm-hmm. And so the doctor sort of sits up. 
and then is immediately kidnapped. Because yeah. there's an odd-looking man hanging around in the reception as well. Because one of the reporters says, uh, oh, we, I'd like to use the one telephone here. Oh, yeah. Yes. But there's a weird-looking yes. man standing in a, the phone There's box. an ashen-faced, glistening man. <laughs> there, yes. He's not saying a thing. Right. Looks like Simon using... Cowell. Yeah. Simon Cowell doesn't look like Simon Cowell anymore, does he? No. No. Simon Cowell now looks like a PlayStation 1 game of like <laughs> if you bought a PlayStation 1 game of Britain God's Talent that's what his, yeah. pixel, his pixel would look like it looks like if you if you dip a cat in water submerge mm. it and then take it out mm. and when you finish your Britain's Got Talent thing whatever you're doing in the game it'll go <laughs> with that face you are through to the next round. I love that when he used to turn oh, up in the early noughties. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cameo and just go like, yeah. that was awful. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wow, that's all you do. Or you, or you used to do that. That was possibly the worst best thing I've ever <laughs> not ever seen. It's good, bad. <laughs> I liked it. Hated it. It was good. Is that Paul yeah. Darrow again? That was <laughs> the why factor. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> so, they, loosely they... go dancing, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> loosely come back walking. <laughs> <laughs> now on BBC. <laughs> on BBC Two. On <laughs> <laughs> BBC Through. On the AAB. <laughs> on AAD nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Darrow has taken over the BBC. Oh. I, I tell you what, I wish he would. Yeah. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be better for everyone? Oh, wouldn't it be better? Now it's time to hear what you think about the television in smooths of hearing. <laughs> 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 and now West Starters <laughs> And now Patrick Moore with the ground at day <laughs> Now it's time for Red Philip <laughs> Who'll be showing you how to dismantle a bottle top rocket into its constituent parts Here's what I broke in the future! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 it's like broken the future! <laughs> Does this mean, will this mean anything? I hope so. I hope, I hope people are bored with us. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, so there's lots more coming, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and now for the children news with Joan Ravens Gossip <laughs> Square. <laughs> now it's time for Bottom of the Bottoms, if you like music. <laughs> oh, Paul Darrow. You're caught in. First night, not at the Bronx. <laughs> 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 Early morning, anywhere but the proms. <laughs> I mean, what's in it for him? <laughs> I don't know at all. God. It's always fun when we've got a new character, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, my uh, God. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> <Red finish. laughs> 
What? Philip! <laughs> well, I've broken the future. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So the, the one reporter says, excuse me, using that telephone, I'd really like to use it to um in my story. And he storms out. Yeah. yeah. And then the doctor's kidnapped by um, some people, shiny people. Yes. Yeah, so shiny, happy, shiny, sad people. Shiny, <laughs> shiny, sad robots. That's not me in the center. No. <laughs> That's not me in the darkness finding <laughs> my religion. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Darrow has ruined everything. He's a gay, he's such a villain. <laughs> such a villain. <laughs> oh dear. Now it's time for very dull coloured give back depot with no lemons. <laughs> Followed by five hours of sport on not so good sit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Grandstand in case you... And here's Philip Schofield and Sarah Green with Staying Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours of fun for all the family with Staying Dead. <laughs> here's Trevor and Simon and they do do duvets. <laughs> Vet drama now with one creature shit and shittier. <laughs> I love Looks like shit and massive, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> One creature shit and massive. <laughs> you can read all about it in the TV wrong time. <laughs> in the wireless wrong. <laughs> <laughs> shit, hang on. We're only, only third of the way through episode one. We better... Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the doctor's kidnapped, but luckily... I mean, luckily, because the hospital's on a massive hill, he's able to yes. escape in a small wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, this is. That's I mean, this could it. so be Benny Hill. It's yeah. just so funny. It's the fact <laughs> that he's still got the plaster over his mouth. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And again, his penchant for anything, anything that moves, any form of transport, <laughs> Goes fast. right off the bat. Mm. Oh fuck it, mm. get me in a wheelchair. That'll do. Push me down a big fucking hill. I don't <laughs> Push care. Push me down a hill. Yeah. yeah. It's just sad, it's sad. There's not a tramp to roll over because that yeah. is his favourite thing to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Uh, but he's then <clears throat> escapes his wheelchair. He's running around in the woods, and one yeah. of Unit shoots him. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well done, Unit. Yeah. But he does the most. The, this is the only problem with Paul Patty. God love yep, him. Yep, but yep. he guns yeah. so much. He he's goes such a guy. When he gets shot, he's like cross-eyed, fall down. Amazing. Yeah, but he's fine. He's all right. He's taken back to hospital, and they check his brain waves. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're, they're, he's like, oh, I could be wrong, but it feels like he's in a self-induced coma. Ooh. Ah. Very strange. And they, they said that all it's he amazing. was found with is he was grip, grip, gripping this key really hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know what that's for. And then we come uh-huh. to a plastic factory and they're playing Fleetwood Mac. They are. Oh, really? Is yeah, they're playing Oh Well by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we meet someone called Ransom, who was in the, someone called Ransom in the last episode. There was, oh my goodness. Yeah, well, I wrote down, maybe that's Dr. Ransom's, like, um, father. Father, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I remember my met dad. a sticky end, yeah. He went to, uh, he works in the plastic factory and he was dressed like Mr. Bean. That's yeah. all yeah. I remember about my dad. Yeah. Oh. All I know is that my father was Rory Lala, the former Tory MP. <laughs> <laughs> Rory Lala. 
Yeah, what's his name? Rory. What's his yeah. name? Rory. Stuart. Oh. Stuart. Stuart. He really yeah. looks like Rory Stewart. He does look like Rory Stewart. Especially mm. in that bit a bit later where he's trying to drink tea and he spits it all over himself. Mm. Yes. Uh. Barking. Doctor, would you like a lovely cup of V? <laughs> <laughs> How many salts would you like? One lump or two? <laughs> <laughs> Salt in my tea, and instead of milk, he put um, tar. Ink. 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 <laughs> and he's calling it a cup of V. It's just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> everything. I mean, it's everything. Oh, um, I mean, this is I'm... lovely. And we go, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I knocked on the door. He went, Get out. But Becky <laughs> in. He said, Take a stand. And then made a. How about let a chair sit on you? <laughs> <laughs> that happens in Terror of the Autons, of course. Yes, yes of course. it does. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so <laughs> Ransom's being fired. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is this is the point where I'm thinking, this is very much like Terror of the Autons, but without the master. Yes. Because this is basically what happens in Terror of the Autons, isn't it? Because this, yeah, this is pre-master. This is quite yeah. exciting, yeah. Yeah, because the same thing. They take over a plastic factory, obviously, because yeah. they made a plastic yeah, and they take they mind bother the man in charge of the yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, and um, so Ransom's like, well, I don't like it. What's happening around mm. here? There's too many changes, too many automated things, and he's like, well, you're fired. So yeah, yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. So he leaves. So meanwhile, Liz and the brigadier start to examine things in the lab. That's yeah. exciting. She's got Why her own laboratory. Stewart first. His first thing to do is smell the meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Smell the, it. the poacher brings home his orb and puts it in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing with that dirty old orb? Mm. He's like, mind your business, woman. Yeah. <laughs> he's so horrible to his wife, isn't he? Well, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah, yeah bugger off. Like, don't, don't tramp your dirty feet in my house. And buy, <laughs> buy a belt, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a string. Horrible mm. string. Uh, so an auton in the woods is like, oh. Starts walking towards their house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Liz is set up in a laboratory by the police box. And the doctor, meanwhile, is sneaking mm-hmm. around the hospital trying to get Love out. It. And a yeah. big fat man in a cape and a top hat comes in. Yeah. A yeah. trilby, sorry. Mm-hmm. Why, why, did, why does he do this? <laughs> so the doctor's like, I've got the perfect disguise. Yeah. I'll get in the shower and sing to myself. Yeah. But no one will Completely me. in the buff. Completely and I'll, let two, gen- I'll you- let two other gentlemen come in the room with yeah. me. Yeah. And also, you can see his tan lines. You can see, see his tan, tan lines. lines. Yeah. And he's singing like, there's a bear. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And at one point. And these two are having a chat with a yeah. bare faced man. In- yeah. <laughs> well, you imagine the director here going, right, we'll just carry on talking like there's just some normal man in the shower singing yeah. to himself in the nude. <laughs> like it happens all the time. And at one point, he bends over. <laughs> yeah. Because I've written here that the doctor has a shower and shows a dignitary his anus. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. And you get a good look at his tattoo. His lovely, is it a snake tattoo? Snake. His navy yeah. tattoo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mad, isn't it? It is mad, because well, Sean Connery had a big silly tattoo. They always used to try and cover it up. In the HDs, you can see it. Oh, really? Yeah. In this, they've made no effort to cover mm-hmm. it up whatsoever, which is fun. Yeah. Then <clears throat> he dresses in the dignitary's clothes, which is a coat... Well, he finds like a dressing up room in the hospital, doesn't he? Because he gets the cape and the hat off that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he finds a frilly suit and a vel- a frilly shirt and a velvet suit. Uh huh. <laughs> and then comes out, and wouldn't you know it? The only car he can take possibly is, a, is an old vintage car. Of course, Love it. Of you can course. see it all coming together, can't you? Mm. What, what would be the sort of the full Pertwee 
thing, which obviously is Betsy and everything. Yeah. Absolutely adore it. Yeah, I love yeah. it so much. He's, it's he's dandying up with all the things. Um, I didn't realise that actually that's how he gets his look, of just borrowing mm. bits as he goes along. I always thought it was one of those, he changes in the TARDIS and he's ready to go, you know. But yeah. it's really nice to see him finding objects and then, you know. He drives to Sheffield and goes and meets the fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's what, like the, he's the first of about three doctors who find their, their clothes in a hospital. That's uh, Yes, really? yeah, McGann yeah. does. Oh, yeah. McGann, yeah. Who's McGann, one? Matt Smith, Matt Smith gets uh, his from yeah. the hospital as well. I yeah. don't count him because he's a new one. <laughs> oh. Time and space, good, yeah. <laughs> that's very good <laughs> Thank you. That's, I'll drop that in every now and again Tidy by me, yes I yes. saw Matt Smith <laughs> once and I've probably told this story on this podcast Sorry yeah. but I was walking down the street in Soho Yeah. And I looked up and I thought Is that Matt Smith? And I did that thing where you just stare at them Yeah. Right. And then he looked at me <laughs> and he well, I'm Matt Smith <laughs> He gave me a really nice smile Because oh. he probably a... gets it all the time And I thought that's nice that was the last night he ever spent in Soho and they made a film about it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. And you know what? It was absolute shit. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I, I thought it was absolute brill. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Paul Darrow told me to see it because he said it was brilliant. My first day in Loughborough. <laughs> <laughs> My first day in Horsall. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Darrow would make an excellent sort of 60s Batman villain, wouldn't he? Yeah. The arsehole. Yeah. yeah. The arsehole. Yeah. Oh, God, it's the arsehole again. Why, if it isn't Bat... I mean, Cat Lady. Hello. That's just confusing because there's already a cat. Hello, I call big her boy. Batman. Yeah. Hello, what doesn't fly? Hello, mole boy. And... Kestrel, your assistant. <laughs> You're better now than a Robin. <laughs> I told you I was going to rob a bank. What I meant, I was going to put money into a bank. <laughs> <laughs> meet my, meet my villains, the 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 puffin. <laughs> um, uh, uh, dog man, <laughs> not Catwoman. <laughs> One normal face. <laughs> and the Joker's just Michael McIntyre because he's not yeah. funny. <laughs> and of course, the man of many, many companions and riddles. Not the Riddler, the tells it plainly sort. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing is the arsehole, because he's put money into it back. He hasn't committed a crime, so. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't done anything again, arsehole. I know. <laughs> I stopped a woman in the street and gave her a handbag. <laughs> 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 I cuddled a woman and gave her a handbag. <laughs> oh, I went God back in time you, and asshole. stopped Jack the Ripper from murdering all those women. <laughs> <laughs> I dressed up as Jack the, Jack the Ripper and went around giving women health benefits. <laughs> I was John the paper repairer. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I feel like Paul Darrow's taken over this episode. He isn't even in it. He has. I really hope yeah. people are on board with the negative. Mm. The, <laughs> everything's negative. Paul Darrow character. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck with him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Soft launching with this this yeah. episode. Yeah. 
spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Uh, Unit find the other probe, mm-hmm. but then lose it when um, an auton makes them crash their car into a tree. That's pretty scary, isn't it? Pretty That's scary. really good. Yeah. Really good. Things emerging from the bushes in the daylight and walking towards you slowly is pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, yes. So the doctor comes to, and he and he, he, he dresses up as we saw earlier. And he comes to find Liz and the brigadier and offers to mm-hmm. help. But the brigadier is sort of not having that he's the doctor. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't easy. believe it at all, does he? Doesn't no. believe it. No, and he definitely doesn't want him to have his TARDIS. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got so then, everything. Ransom, Rory Stewart, mm-hmm. <laughs> he starts snooping around the plastic factory. Uh-oh. Shouldn't do and that. Then Shouldn't he's, do that. He's, he's looking at some buttons and dials with all the Autons standing behind him. Yeah. So he assumes they're just mannequins. As yeah. You would. Well, you would. They all look like Brian Glover, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. <laughs> One starts stalking him, and that's the, that's the oh. cliffhanger when he turns around. Oh. Absolutely amazing, isn't it? Yeah, close up of Rory going, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, hmm. the Poacher then goes to see Unit and says, here, I hear there's a, might be a reward for... Uh, like, no, no, we didn't mention a reward, actually, but um, carry on. You just said the reward. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I led you to the other orb... Of a million pounds, I heard you I say. You no, say we didn't say that at all. <laughs> I heard you say that. Also, we definitely now know you have one of the orbs because you've asked about yeah. it. Yo, no, maybe, maybe not. That's what he said. Yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> Worst liar ever. Idiot. I've got the band, the orb. It might stay yeah. in my cottage. Yeah. I got I orbital staying with me recording their new single. Oh, they got jam. Josie, jam? Blue jam from <laughs> Chris Morris. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come up with that, I have. <laughs> <laughs> me and the wife. <laughs> <laughs> We don't see eye to eye about many things, but we do like very, very dark humour. Air, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you doing out there? Go and meet a sketch show with that Amelia Bullmore. Come on. Go on. Get on with it. <laughs> Blue jam, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Jam's usually red. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so meanwhile, Liz steals yeah. the TARDIS key. Yes. When Ransom's yeah. telling the brigadier about what he's seen at the factory, because he managed well, to get away. The doctor sort of tells her to, doesn't he? He's really lovely. Yeah. So, well, mm. you know, when he's not looking. Well, well he says this equipment's very, you know, um, old fashioned. She's like, old fashioned? It's the most mm. modern equipment there is in 1970. Yeah. And he says, yeah, but I've got a, a really high tech laboratory. Yeah, I box. love John Pertwee saying laboratory. Laboratory. Also, very rare for Pertwee. I suppose it's because it's his first outing, but he's mm. nothing but lovely to Liz. He's Absolutely just really lovely. endearing really is, to her. Especially gets on with her immediately and really enjoys her. You know, as we know, he can be. He gets a little bit like you know nothing, you stupid bitch. A bit yeah. like <laughs> to everyone. It's I love when like, he oh, greets her with his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, that's really oh, funny. And so also, it's very gummage, isn't it? Very words of gummage. Yeah. And he yeah. says, "I'm not going to call you Doctor Liz Shaw." She mm. says, "Call me Liz." And he goes, "Okay, I will." <laughs> yeah. Don't call her Liz, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, she is mammal. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <we> go. Yeah. <laughs> no, you see this one through. Yeah, go cool. on. <laughs> 
You've Mam- seen this one through. D- yep. uh, ma- patient Mammal Land. Uh, <laughs> patient Mammal Land. Do- Doctor, Liz, oh, right. Lizard, yeah. and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> What's really sad is I immediately got that. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. So... He, 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 it he, looks he, like you didn't, John. You absolute <laughs> intelligent man. Darrowed. So they tried to open the TARDIS with this key earlier, but it wouldn't work. And then the it doctor just put no. it open straight away. Yeah, yeah. She says, "How's that work?" And he said, "It's it's tuned to his um, molecular molecular something or other." Something. He goes in. The brigadier turns up, like with his hands on his hips, tapping his t- foot. What have you yeah. done, Liz? Yeah, he's giving him the key to the Tyrus, and she's like, "Oh, he was going to get some equipment." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh," and then you hear that. Now, Paul, I think you would have liked this. They put the Tardis it. sound I effect, but through like a it. weird effects pedal. I loved That's it. Yeah, good, isn't it? Mm. the stuttering Tardis that can't take off. Ah, oh. uh. <laughs> beautiful. That shuddery, juddery Tardis sounds beautiful. Isn't and it? then he opens the doors and comes out, and there's just like plumes of smoke coming out. Yeah, and he says. And I l- mm. I it, was wor- it was worth here. a try. Yeah, it was worth a try. He's either. so sad and belligerent and like a child, isn't he? He's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm and all that. I just think it's such a lovely performance. And like, he could then become very spiky, but I just like the kind of slightly... He's a, he's a more comedic doctor, isn't he? In this yes, one, yes. Yeah, I, he I, is. I actually yeah. don't mind it. I think it works really well. Yeah, but he says, oh, the, they, they've disabled the time machine. She says, who? And he says, the, oh, time lords. You time wouldn't know lords. who they are. Yeah, you wouldn't know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Ransom tells Unit all about the factory. Yes. And then back at the poacher's house, because he's out. Oh, Mrs. Poacher, isn't it? Mrs. Poacher. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go and have a look in that box in the shed. Dirty box. Just, just as I suspected, <laughs> bloody alien love egg. Mm. <laughs> and just as she's opening it, an auton approaches. Well, yeah, because it, p- it picks up the signal as soon as she opens yeah. the lid to the box. D- did anyone notice this bit? A dog starts barking, but it blatantly sounds like a man doing going... Roll, 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 <laughs> roll, 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 roll. <laughs> like they were going to put the sound effect in later, but they left they it in. I like. It that. sounds like a man. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's someone at the catering truck working at what they're all having for lunch. Roll, 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 roll. roll. <laughs> <laughs> they just pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> they just rang Paul Darrow and asked to do the sound of a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Darrow, can you not do the sound of a cat? <laughs> woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Damn. He's good. He's good. He's so good. He's so I good. am bad, yes. Can you not do the sound of a cat? Hello, Paul No. Can you not do the sound of a cat? Roll, 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 roll. roll, roll. <laughs> Right, so anyway, okay. yeah. she fires a gun at the Auton, nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. 
And then he, they do that thing where their hand opens and they've got a little pistol inside. Love it. That Love is that. so cool. And the yeah. effect when they shoot people in this is horrible. It's amazing. Yeah. This is yeah. brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Weird sort of like bloom beige, brown smoke. beige yeah. like fart smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and then they reverse it sometimes if they want yeah. to fully obliterate someone. They reverse yeah. the um, film, don't they? It's mm. really effective. It's really cool. It's like they do that in Time Bandits when the evil guy blows yes, up. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and the sound of the guns, the Auton gun, is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Such a great sound. So the unit arrive at the farm. Yeah, yes. useless and again. Well, the doctor finds the probe. Yeah, yeah. And and then ransoms in a tent because the 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 Auton's been scared off by unit and their guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the the, he, the Auton gets recalled because it's outnumbered. Oh yeah, recall, yeah. recall, recall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it goes to the tent to kill ransom, and it cuts yeah. the tent open. That's so good. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then just complete matter of fact, it just shoots him. Yeah. He, yeah. he collapses and then they say disintegrate or something. That's it. And he gets that reverse image. Total <laughs> destruction. Yeah. And yeah. he's gone, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. And they're watching it like they're like two men watching a dirty movie, aren't they? The two. Mm. Yeah. Chatting and the other guy yeah. watching it really closely. I'll tell you what, if you want to do a good, you know, a good uh, heist, it's always good to leave behind a ransom. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a tip there. <laughs> And then, of course, oh. we meet Scobie. We haven't talked talk about Scobie oh, yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, Scobie. Yeah. Philip Scobie. <laughs> Doesn't cue. No, classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Scobie, he's like, he's been given a tour of the plastic factory when Ransom was escaping. I forgot to yes. mention that. Yes. <clears throat> For why, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it to build weaponry? I think he's just there. He's like top brass, isn't he? He's there to make sure that everything's ship-shaped in Bristol fashion and going yeah. according to what the MOD wants because um, he's a bit mm. fed up that unit oper- operate outside parameters. That's right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, so Scobie's all like, oh, well, you know, we'll... we'll um, yeah, sorry, the Brigadier rings Scobie and says, we're going to have to uh, attack the... Or go and have a look at the plastic factory. And, and he's, he's like, like yeah, yeah. Y- you better had. And then he gets a knock at his door and opens it. And it's him. <gasps> it's him, but all sweaty and weird. All sweaty and, and glossy. Clammy and glossy, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then he, it's cool. He, and then Brigadier gets another phone call from Scobie, but this time it's the sweaty, glossy one. He says, <laughs> yeah. actually, don't go near the plastic factory. Everything's fine. He's got yeah. full arrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do go near the ceramics <laughs> factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't know doc- what to do with Tom. It's not even in it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but the doctor exa- sort of checks the mental activity of that machine from earlier. Yes. On the Orby thing, and yeah. said it contains intelligence. That's scary. Yes. But not sentience. No. He makes that clear later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, the the ne- nesting, uh-huh. they've taken over that factory, and um, their plan apparently is to replace key government and public figures with <laughs> Auton diploma- uh, duplicates. Yeah, well, we, we we see the exhibit hall, don't we, with them all we in? Do. And then the yeah. doctor sees Scobie and says, "Why would you?" Put a watch on a waxwork and make sure yeah. the time is correct. I like that. That's a lovely mm. bit of deduction. Nice bit of deduction. And they're all in that waxwork. You've got Irene Handel, Benny Hill, Schnorlitz. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Dr. Leonard Karate. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, everyone knows who that man yeah. But again, Liz points out that it's quite a, a rubbish uh, waxworks because there's no celebrities or astronauts. Those are the two no, that she wants. No, she wants there's no, there's no Isla St. Clair, there's no Gordon no. Honeycomb. Nothing. <laughs> 
according to my i looked up where some of this was filmed yeah, yeah. and that and the th- website i was looking at claims this was filmed at madame two swords i don't believe it it doesn't look like it looks like a hall it looks it? like it's a like hall a, yeah yeah but hang on this is 1970 so madame two swords could have been grotty mm. as fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's <Maybe>. true <laughs> um so, know, the, the, so the, the doctor says to liz that we'll hang around till it's everyone's yeah. gone yeah. and we'll have a sneak about Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do that and then they, they hear the nesting plot because <gasps> shiny man from the beginning comes in yeah. with the man who's in charge of the plastics factory Hibbert Hibbert and says <laughs> well just just wait I'm, no one's listening so I'll tell you the whole plan yeah, yeah. we're going to take over the world so good starting in Ealing yeah <laughs> well, the right. heart of the world <laughs> <laughs> And then it, they sort of activate things, and then we get the famous sequence that everybody always shows when oh, they talk about Doctor Who, which, so to be good, fair, is pretty unsettling. It's oh, absolutely all brilliant. the Brian Glovers come to life. <laughs> that bit, that initial shot of the of the department store, and one of them it is genuinely terrifying. It's because it really the ones the ones with the hair are smiling, so that's why they yeah so yeah yeah weird. they look they just mm. done it so well. And they just start it. shooting people indiscriminately. And as oh we my God, it's earlier, carnage! You get the yeah. brown smoke coming out of their wounds, and it's just—it's <laughs> so good. So the doctor, meanwhile, thinks of a way to stop all this, and it's yeah. to do. And him and Liz put their heads together, yeah, and come up with an electro shock device, yeah, which is it. which is like a little tiny satellite dish on a string, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then unit make their make their move and start attacking the plastics factory yes but the autons you can shoot them all day long yeah Yeah, won't do anything yeah they're fine so the doctor and Liz go inside and find um, the sort of the heart of the operation yeah Mm. and they're just they've shocked a few people with this satellite dish and it's worked the autons Mm -hmm. have collapsed (laughs) and they're just about to blow up everything when suddenly cliffhanger number three (laughs) Dr Muggins (laughs) <laughs> is attacked by the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> suddenly gets very tentacle porn doesn't it and it does. um, he and does some say, beautiful yeah. gurning he's like going oh <laughs> yeah. but then Liz manages to plug everything in it basically yeah. she takes out a jack cable blows on it puts it back in yeah and then says now and he goes and it lets go of him yeah so um, then with that creature shot, shot like that, all the autons start collapsing. Yeah, because they've got a nesting consciousness, so they share That's the right. same yeah. hive yeah. mind. Mm. Poor old Hibbert sort of melted, and he's full of creme de month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was his time was... of the creme de month. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> love the way it's filmed. <laughs> I love that, the way it's filmed with the, the tentacles, because it's, oh. it's mad, isn't it? It's mm. absolutely mad. And like... Pertwee's full gurn mm. and yeah. his eyes are bloodshot and it's like it's just absolutely insane and let's look I mean and the head nesting thing in that sort mm. of like bowl just looks like a big pulsating anus yeah. <laughs> so the dust has settled everything's done yeah and then the yeah. brigadier says well they might well return so what I want I'm wondering if you'd be able to hang around and help us and the doctor says well Basically, I have to because I'm stuck here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, in exchange for helping you, I'd like a place where I can do repairs on the TARDIS. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'd like Liz to help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I'd like... New outfit. A, a new outfit because yeah. these clothes are just used clothes. They're not even mine. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like a really nice car. Yeah. <laughs> and the Brigadier's like, well, we'll see what we can do. And then he's like, thanks, Brigadier. And then yeah. he says, by the way, what is your name? And he says, mm-hmm. it's Dr. John Smith. 
Lovely. He turns around mm-hmm. and he says, my name is... Uh... <laughs> J.R. Hartley. J.R. Hartley. My name is Nurse... <laughs> Nurse... Jenny... Jenny... <laughs> Jones. He's got us again. No. And then he takes off his mask. And it's Paul Darrow, and then it's Paul Darrow, oh, yeah. and then he goes, "Start the episode again." <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was blunt foot, <laughs> In blunt honor. from the centre of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> With Joan Saggy Poo. Ha ha ha! I've just got that. I know, yeah. yeah. Joan Saggy Poo! <laughs> well, the Doctor Who will return next week. Joan Saggy Poo. <laughs> to be followed by um, Tit Butcher. <laughs> And on Sunday, you can all enjoy first of the autumn beer. <laughs> well, I think there could be no doubt we've covered Spearhead from Space quite forensically. <laughs> and not spent three quarters of it talking about Paul Darrow. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be the first to say I'm going to score this out of Paul Darrow's. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. Are you going to reverse um, score it? Like, no points! <laughs> Which no. means you loved it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that, because no, I, right, no. I want to, on record, yeah. of course, that uh, yes. this is perhaps one of my favourite epi- stories of Doctor Who ever. Wonderful. Really? Uh, I absolutely loved every second of it. John Pertwee is wonderful. And yeah. uh, much like with Tom, he instantly comes in fully you know, pre- pre-fitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just wonderful. And you know exactly what you're getting. And the baddies are good. Uh, and you can see where they sort of return to this later on with the Autons because they, they probably thought if we put a baddie in with the Autons, guiding them rather than just the Autons. But yes, um, yeah. I loved it. So I'm going to give it 100 out of 100. Wow. Good. Good 100 God. Paul Darrows. 100 Paul Darrows. 100 Paul Darrows. None uh, of me. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Litchfield. Um, it's really good fun. It's yeah. just great fun. What, what I really... I used to sort of like always be a bit... Yeah, about early Pat Wee. I, I didn't like the fact that he was trapped on Earth. I used to find it mm. a bit like, oh, every episode is just the same bloody unit stuff. and all. But then um, now you, I appreciate so much how much more fun it is, especially... They're all filmed, and they're all they always use real factories to film in, so it yeah. always just looks yeah. so much more real and um, than just a silly old wobbly set all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's just really good fun. Pertly sparkles. I don't like it when he guns, but you know that's just this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Liz Shaw's really cool. Yeah. Um, um, and it's just horrendous fun. I'm not going to score it as high, but I'm going to give it a lovely seventy Paul Darrows. Seventy. Yeah. Um, I love this. One thing we haven't talked a lot about is Liz Shaw, and I, mm. I think Ka- I've met Caroline John, uh, uh, and she was no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think I really like Liz Shaw. Like she has a real. She turns up and she's immediately got like a real sort of dry wit and just like yes. she's not having any of it. And I really love that. And I, I, it's a great story, and I think it's filmed like it could almost be like a proper like. The 70s horror movie yeah it yeah. could be yes. like a film yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm going to go really high. I think I'm going to go for... I'm going to give it 97. 97 Good for that. God! Oh. So that's oh. 267 for Spearhead from Space. Oh, wonderful. Were there any um, correspondence? Well, funny you should say there was, yeah. yes. Um, Nick Burden says, Spearhead, a great new Doctor opening, with Aid Edmondson looking for shoes... Gravelly sounding autons <laughs> and giant puckering arsehole in a box. Oh, I forgot to mention the giant puckering arsehole. Oh, yeah. <coughs> this must be the story after Private Walker died, as that Mr. Cheeseman appears and screws everything up. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Jonathan Roberts says Spearhead is incredibly bold, colour film, autons, and bare skin. Oh, my. <laughs> it is Pertwee going in with both ankles, screaming, It's my show now. I wonder what the reaction to it would be on social media was around if it was around then. Calls for a return to monochrome. <laughs> and Ben Thomas ah. replies to that with, I can't believe they've cast a comedian as Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, I love the hospital in Spearhead from Space was mahogany used as a cure in the 60s. <laughs> um, Greg Newport says, Spearhead from Space looks gorgeous, only let down by the nesting creature at the end. However, it introduces a new Doctor and status quo with aplomb. The mm-hmm. Autones attacking en masse is on one of the series' best ever sequences and is everything you want for a season opener. Yeah. Colour Horizon Review says, Spearhead, mm-hmm. there's some right old sexual tension between the Brig and Liz, sure. On the mm-hmm. 1970 unit Christmas do, he pro- she probably got fingered behind a Woolworths in Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Andrew F. says, Spared from Space, what we'd call now a soft reboot for the series, and a great one at that. It gets a whole new lease of life with John Pertwee unit and colour, and the Autons are one of the best ideas the show's ever had. Genuinely creepy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ben Thomas. Oh, God. (laughs) Spearhead from Space, 70s Doctor Who, on film, on location, and in Technicolor. Doctor Who finally looks expensive, and all it took was a BBC strike. The wax museum scenes were filmed that night in Madame Tussauds. I wow. beg your pardon, it's true. There we are. Hugh Burden, playing Channing, fits right in, resembling, as he does, a particular melted wax butt plug animated by the ghost of a paedophile. <laughs> Pertwee gets his tattoo out for the lads before cosplaying Adam Adamants to commit Grand Theft Auto. It's all tremendous fun, and even John Pertwee's decision to sell the Nestine assault at the end, like he's being sodomised with a Lego strap-on, comes with the story... <laughs> <clears throat> from feeling like the first of many rena- rena- renaissances for the show. Yeah. One of the actors in the running for the third Doctor was John LeMessurier. Wouldn't that have been marvellous? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave the TARDIS now. My assistant's in there. And she must... <laughs> Dematerialising and rematerialising really quickly. <laughs> yeah, there, um, oh, dear. Smoking a doobie on Talos. <laughs> Having yeah. some fucking what was the what's the what was the, the mini things that Colin Baker eats? Chili uh, babies. No, oh. the fish. Oh, the marshmallows. Oh, marshmallows. Marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> marshmallows. <laughs> anyway, Bobby Peru spearhead. Oh. Whether it's the sight of a man at CNA dummy finger blasting the fuck out of you, <laughs> or watching Pertwee soap up his cock and bollocks. <laughs> spearhead. It's a delight. Start to finish. We even get auto erotica nesting style, choking the doctor like that Tory MP in the 90s. 
Darren McKay says the oh, yeah. edited spearhead, as per the original VHS, works brilliantly as a movie of Who. There the autons are terrifying in this. The crash zoom into the one in the forest is particularly effective. Yeah. And when the invasion begins, it's genuine horror. You can see why Russell T. Davis used it in 2005. Yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And finally, Ben Cowdell says spearhead. That's the stuff. Pertwee commands. Brig manages to look good despite that chocolate soldier uniform. Autons, <laughs> autons terrify. Mass murder on the high street and in two swords and with a tentacle girding finale. Love season seven so much. 95 Quatermass twos out of 100. There you go. That's the, <laughs> okay. what we would say go for. Well, yeah. that has been an absolute joy. Yes. Um, have, like, I hope you're all having a lovely festive period. Yes. Yes. We're having a lovely time. We are. We, we, we're recording this on December the 8th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you can have a lovely time. But yeah, have um, bad... Oh, hello! Bad. <laughs> From all of us here in a wheezy grody sound, hello, Doctor! <laughs> but from, from me, I'd like to just say thank you very much for supporting us this year, coming to our live shows. Yes. Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Coming to our dead show. <laughs> and people sometimes ask if we're going to return to Key to Time. We will. Yes, yeah, we, we will. will. We will. We will. We, um, we won't. <laughs> the lock of space. <laughs> the lock of non-linear... <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Good everyone. Unhappy old <laughs> month. <laughs> You may think I'm potty, or you may think I'm dotty, but I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Everybody's spotty on the planet spot. Everybody's spotty on spot. I like being blotchy, I like being splotchy quite a lot. Oh, quite a lot. Everybody's spotty on the planet spot. Everybody's spotty on spot. Daffy, dotty, nutty, potty, wacky, goofy bats. Everything is spotty, even dogs and mice and cats. Loopy, loony, goofy, gaga, bonkers, crackers, mad. If it isn't spotty, then it's definitely bad. Very, 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 very bad. Everything's spotty on spot. But there are spotty cats and spotty dogs. But even the zebras have spots. But the only thing that isn't spotty is the spot Dalmatian. And you know what? That's got stripes. <laughs> oh, sometimes when I'm here on Earth, I miss the planet spot with its lovely spotty countryside. I miss my spotty home, my spotty mum, and my very spotty sister. Everybody's spotty on spot. Daffy, dotty, nutty, potty, wacky, goofy bats. Everything is spotty, even dogs and mice and cats. Loopy, loony, goofy, gaga, bonkers, crackers, mad. If it isn't spotty, then it's definitely bad. Very, 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 very bad. I like having dimples. I like having pimples quite a lot. 
quite a lot. Everybody's spotty on the planet spot. Everybody's spotty on spot, on spot. Everybody's spotty on spot.